Welcome to Clued Up with Maria B., the behind-the-scenes photography podcast. Clued Up is your insider's view to building successful magazine-style photo shoots. We talk design and concept, fashion and style, tech, social media, and of course, business, plus so much more, including how to avoid common photography pitfalls. You'll also meet some special guests who work behind the camera and in front of the lens. Whether you're an aspiring photographer, a portrait photographer thinking about starting your own business, or you just have an interest in what it takes to plan and execute professional shoots, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Maria B. Now let's get you clued up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Clued Up with Maria B, the behind the scenes photography podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that is both exciting and it can be a little trying as well. And that is how to find the right model for your photo shoot. So this is a very interesting topic because it just happens to be one of those things that can be very exciting, totally enjoyable or it can cause you a lot of angst. Hopefully, after we talk about this today, you may find it a little bit easier. So let's jump in. When it comes to finding the best model or finding the right model for your photo shoot, obviously this all begins with you as a photographer. You need to be clear about your concept or the story you're going to tell. Whether you write it down on paper or you have some type of electronic notepad or you have a Pinterest board or you have it organized in your head, know the images that you want to produce. Know the final images that you want to see when you upload your your photographs onto your computer. This determines a lot about the model, the type of model that you're going to need. The characteristics, the age, the body type, tattoos, no tattoos, body piercings, hair color, hairstyle. You really have to have a final image in your mind of what it is you're trying to accomplish. Now, there are several reasons why you need a model. You may just want to practice, you know, try out a new camera, a new lens. You may decide that you want to test a new lighting setup that you've never tried before and you want to practice before you you actually have a client in front of you. You may decide that you want to shoot some images that are specific to fashion or beauty or products such as jewelry. You may decide that you just want some additional portraiture images in your portfolio. So you may decide on a certain type of portrait, such as maternity, boudoir, glamour, lifestyle, fitness, etc. So just getting back to our first point, if you know the type of image that you want to produce in the end, that obviously makes it a lot easier to seek out the best model for your photo shoot. So the next thing becomes, well, where do I find models? The fast and easy way, family and friends. Now, there are some advantages and some challenges with this. With family and friends, you have easy accessibility and you already have an established relationship. 
some of the challenges is that a family member or a friend may not be professional and may not know much about modeling, but that's okay because you're going to give them directions. But some of the other challenges are the challenges you expect between any two people in a relationship. If the day comes for the photo shoot and then you, you two are not getting along, it could make for an uncomfortable and difficult situation. So definitely you need for the right mood or the right vibe to exist between the two of you. There's also the issue of reliability and the issue of professionalism. Because this person is not a professional model, will they hold to the same standard? And how reliable are they going to be if this is a personal relationship instead of a professional one? And behind all of that is the fact that you have a casual relationship with this person. So they may not look at it as being important to your business. And that's certainly not true of all relationships or all photo shoots that involve a family or a friend, but it is something to consider. Another place where you can find models is on Facebook. There are several Facebook groups for local models. I live in New Jersey, and here we have the New Jersey Models Network, the New Jersey Models Group, we also have female photographers and female models of New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. So these are all groups that you could post your needs to for a model. And the responses that you receive, you can go further, you can add detail, you can work out with the model what exactly what it is you're looking for. And hopefully you can find a model through Facebook groups. Another very popular way of finding models is on Instagram. Now with Instagram, you simply post what your needs are and then models will respond similar to Facebook. And in both cases, the models tend to have links that allow you to view their portfolio or their website so you can see their range of work. You also want to make sure that with Instagram, you leave a way or you provide a way for the models to get in contact with you, whether it's through direct messaging or some other way, whether you have a telephone number or an email address or some way so that you can have a back and forth conversation about the specifics of the photo shoot. Another popular way of finding models is through local modeling schools. But with modeling schools, you want to make sure that the school is reputable and you want to make sure that they have something in place where if for some reason the model can't show up, that they will provide a replacement. The next means of finding a model for your photo shoot is working with a modeling agency. Now, modeling agencies are local, national, and international. You want to make sure you're dealing with a reliable modeling agency. So you need one that has a very good reputation. Similar to modeling schools, if for some reason the model that's assigned to you cannot make the photo shoot, they will send an appropriate replacement. One thing about modeling agencies is if you can try to investigate their payment methods to models because some are a little dicey, especially local agencies that may not have an established reputation. 
So you don't want to find yourself paying a modeling agency and very little amount of that money actually goes to the model. So if you can, investigate and find out the reputation, particularly if it is a local agency. The national and international agencies tend to be much better with this. Some examples of well-known agencies that you may have heard of are BMG, IMG, Ford, Wilhelmina, Elite, TNG, and Next. One of the very popular ways of finding models these days is through online services such as Model Mayhem, One Model Place, and Model Management. I'll leave the links to these sites in the show notes. Model Mayhem is probably the most popular. It requires membership, and membership can be basic and free, premium, or VIP. The advantages of the higher tiers such as premium and VIP is that you can increase the number of images in your portfolio, you can increase the number of albums that are able to be viewed, you can definitely increase the number of casting calls and casting messages based on your level of membership. I believe VIP is $10 a month. Not absolutely sure, but if you go to modelmayhem.com, you can find all of the detailed information. One model place also requires a subscription, and model management, I believe, also requires a subscription. Like I said before, Model Mayhem is now the most popular. It's also a place where you can find other photographers, you can find makeup artists, you can find stylists, and other creatives. So in Model Mayhem, you simply list your criteria. You can either browse through the models that meet the criteria that will show up on a list and you're able to view their profiles and portfolios, or you can create a casting call. And when that casting call goes out, models who believe they meet your criteria will then message you on your Model Mayhem account. Now here's where it can get a little complicated. As a photographer, you need to be specific about what your needs are and try not to deviate from those requirements based on the responses that you receive. For example, I once placed a casting call on Model Mayhem and I wanted models that were about a size 12 or larger and models sent messages responding who were a size two, four, six. So these models are looking for work and they don't always read all of the information that you put into your casting call. So it's really important that when they respond to you, you look at their profile and you make sure that they do indeed meet the criteria that you put out there. Also. When you are listing your criteria on Model Mayhem, it will ask you about compensation. In terms of compensation, what they're looking for is how much are you paying for that particular photo shoot, preferably in an hourly rate. The alternative to that is trade for print. We still say trade for print, although it's trade for digital copies of images. We're going to talk about 
this specific item a little bit later as well. Again, you want to take the time to really review the portfolios of the models who respond to your casting call. One of the reasons for that is because depending on what your needs are, just going back to what I said before, models are looking to work. So they tend to respond to a lot of things they may not actually meet the criteria for. So as an example, if you're looking for a model for, let's say, fashion and it's business attire or it's glam or or something like that, and a model responds and you start looking through her portfolio and her portfolio pretty much consists of either nudes, semi-nude, or bikini, that's not what you're really looking for. So you have to keep in mind that the best models, and what I've found is the most professional models have a very varied type of portfolio that just shows the range of their work. Unless, of course, they are a swimsuit model. In that case, then it makes perfect sense, especially if that's what you're looking for. You also want to pay attention to how models respond to your casting call. Is their response personalized or they did they just say, I'm interested? Someone who says that isn't really professional. They need to show you their professionalism, not only with their images, but in how they respond because this is professional work and it is business. So did the model look at your portfolio on Model Mayhem or Instagram or the link to your website? You'll be able to tell that by how they respond. I think the better models, the more business savvy models say something like, I reviewed your portfolio. I saw such and such. I am interested in working with you. Something that sounds a little more professional and personalized and took some time to write. So let's say you did submit a casting call on Model Mayhem or some other site or on Instagram or or Facebook and you find a model that you believe is appropriate for the photo shoot, that model has to sign what's called a model release. A release is necessary if you have any intention of printing your photos in any publication, or if you plan on receiving any type of compensation for those photos. As the photographer, you own those photos and you are free to license those photos out for publication. The publisher, however, will require the model release, ensuring that the model has agreed that his or her images can be used for publication and releasing the publisher and the photographer for any additional compensation. Usually the document that the model signs for the model release also has the model's compensation for the photo shoot. And I'd like to spend some time talking about this because it can be an issue, particularly if the compensation is trade for print or trade for digital images. If your agreement with the model is trade for images, please be generous. I learned this the hard way. A few years ago, I hired a model, and it was a trade-for-print compensation. I believe my agreement with her was for one or two images. 
Actually, it may have been more. I think it was about five of them. After I'd retouched the photos, I sent her the five images. And some days later, she got back to me and she said, what about the rest of them? And I I wasn't sure what she meant by the rest of them. What she wanted was the actual raw images. And I responded to her by saying, you know, I shot over 200 photos of you that day. What are you going to do with 200 raw images? And to be honest with you, that was the incorrect response to her. I didn't handle that very well. And we went back and forth for a while. And I, I think we both tried to be polite about it. And I reminded her that in the agreement for the photo shoot, the document stated that she would receive this amount of retouched images, and I had provided that to her. She agreed silently, but I I didn't think she was happy about it. And I went online and I discussed this matter in a Facebook group, and A fellow photographer got back to me and she had been a model before she became a photographer. And she pointed out to me that most people don't realize what being a model feels like. You know, it can be a lot of hard work. You're asked to project emotion and display the type of image that the photographer wants. And you're supposed to be able to do this on a whim. In addition to the fact that while it may seem pretty glamorous to sit and have your makeup done for 90 minutes or for an hour or for however long it takes, you're sitting in a chair and somebody is in your face, essentially. And that's before you get to the fact that on a shoot, you have people adjusting your hair, adjusting your clothing, all of this time in your personal space. And when it's trade for print, What you're getting out of it is just a couple of images. So after learning or after essentially having my eyes open for me, I became somewhat more generous. I'm not suggesting that anybody does this. I'm just letting you know what I do. So now what I do is I keep to the same arrangement. I actually do the same thing for the model and for the makeup artist. And that is... After I've finished retouching, I will send you what I believe are the five best images. But in addition to that, they will also have access to a gallery of the best photos. These are high-resolution JPEG images, and they are free to download. I believe my last agreement was up to 10 of them. So they can download another 10 images, and they'll have to get them retouched on their own if that's what they want to do. But for both the model and for the makeup artist, they walk away with potentially 15 images. And the truth of the matter is, it's digital images. It's not costing me any money. And I think that's the least we can do for models who work for us. In fact, this reminds me of one of the first times I'd ever worked with a model. I attended a workshop of some years ago on photographing models outdoors. The workshop was in November. Obviously, we were outdoors. It was cold and windy. And there was this young woman in a beautiful mid-length dress on a very cold November day with the wind blowing. And she just looked like it was a summer day. She just made it appear that way. And the girl must have been freezing. 
And I think that was the one of the first times I ever truly gained an appreciation for what models do. There's this story that Tyra Banks tells as she was segueing her way from modeling into being a businesswoman. She was in conversation with a gentleman, and I, I don't remember the exact details, but he said to her, you know, you're coming to this as a model. You don't have any experience. Do you think you'll be able to do this? And Tyra Banks, in telling this story, she looked him in the face and said, I've walked down a runway practically naked. What do you think I can't do? And I always took that to heart, meaning, you know, we we ask a lot of models. And in episode one, I talked about our relationships with models and how we treat them and attending workshops where people were less than professional with them. And I think this is a major issue and it needs to stop. And we as photographers, we are in an ideal position to treat models fairly and to compensate them appropriately for their work. I hope this episode has been helpful in just giving you a little bit more information when it comes to finding the right model for your photo shoot. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clued Up with me, your host, Maria B. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. I really appreciate your support. When you rate, subscribe, and review, you're also helping other listeners find and enjoy this podcast. Until next time.